for the Athletic Podcast Network. I'm Kate Scott. This is the update on today's show. 49ers GM John Lynch continues to impress on draft night as the Niners fill the void left by the departure of DeForest Buckner. With the 14th pick in the 2020 NFL Draft, the San Francisco 49ers select Javon Kinlaw, defensive tackle, South Carolina. Then trade up to land a wideout expected to take the place of Emmanuel Sanders. With the 25th pick in the 2020 NFL Draft, the San Francisco 49ers select Brandon Ayuk, wide receiver, Arizona State. We break it all down with Niners beat writer Matt Barrows. It's Friday, April 24th. Well, Matt Barrows, thanks so much for making time on what has been a busy 24 hours. On that note, did you get any sleep last night, Matt? I did. Uh, I didn't get my usual 10 to 11 hours, Kate, but I, I was able to <laughs> squeeze in a tight seven. So uh, I think I'm okay for today. Okay, good, good. Well, let's get right into it then, because another exciting first round for the 49ers, Matt. Big picture. How'd they do? Well, the big picture is that they had two really prominent holes in their roster going into the draft, and, and they filled both of them with first round picks. So that's what they, they wanted to do. They're a very talented team with a talented roster that got really close to the salary cap. So they weren't able to bring back the Forrest Buckner and Emmanuel Sanders. So they ended up drafting their replacements, essentially. And it's, it's as simple as that. So, you know, the question then becomes, are Javon Kinlaw and Brandon Ayuk as good as the guys that they're replacing? And I think the answer has to be no, just because they are going to be rookies. And the guys that they're replacing are pro bowlers. And they weren't pro bowlers right off the bat. It took them years to get as good as they are now, get as consistent as they are mm -hmm. now. It fills the position, but you know, I think other guys on their respective units are going to have to step up for the 49ers in order to stay as good or, or get even better than they were in 2019. Okay, well, let's get into the the new 49ers, the individuals that you just mentioned, and how they acquired them. Because that was a little confusing because of the virtualness of the draft last night. So the Niners had the 13th pick. They traded back one and landed Javon Kinlaw at 14. So what did the trade get them? And let's expand a little bit on why Kyle Shanahan and John Lynch looked so happy to then get Kinlaw. Well, they had a, a list of guys that they wanted to get at, at number 13. And uh, I guess that there were enough guys still remaining on their list of targets that they felt comfortable trading back one spot. And they were able to trade back one spot because the Broncos were interested in offensive tackles, or the, or the Buccaneers were. But maybe the Broncos as well, because the Buccaneers only had to trade up one spot to get their guy that they wanted. So that netted the 49ers. Tampa Bay's pick at 14, as well as a fourth round pick. Turns out they didn't have that fourth round pick for very long because they ultimately <laughs> traded that plus a fifth round pick, plus their number 31 pick to jump up six spots to take uh, Ayuk at pick number 25. Now, obviously, Kinlaw was the top defensive tackle in this draft was Derek Brown from Auburn, and he went in the top 10 as everybody thought that he would. The next best guy was Javon Kinlaw. After that, there was a, a huge gap, I think all evaluators agree, uh, when it comes to that position. The next guys weren't anything but second-round talents. So 49ers didn't have a second-round pick, 
this was the pick that they felt like they needed to make in order to kind of keep that defensive line as robust as it was last year. It was that defensive line that led to the big defensive resurgence that this team had. Mm-hmm. And so both uh, Lynch and, and Shanahan have their philosophies for years. This is one of the big reasons why they ended up uh, joining forces in, in 2017 is because they saw eye to eye on the fact that uh, a good football team needs a really good quarterback and a really good defensive line. When we first built this thing and Kyle and I came together, one of the things that we really believed in is that that's an equalizer in a football uh, league where everything's set up for offenses to be successful. One of the ways you can equalize the equation is by to get after and knock down the passer. We've built a pretty good unit there and, and we wanted to keep that strong. And we felt he was a great fit for that. They obviously felt that defensive line had weakened with uh, the loss of DeForest Buckner, which made it imperative to get one early on, and they got the second-best one in the draft. Now, experts made it sound like he's a first-round talent now, but at the same time, Kinlaw is just scratching the surface when it comes to his talent. Can you expand on that for us? He's a guy who, you know, they they use raw all the time. He's Mm -hmm. got all of these physical gifts. Little shoulder fake, nowhere to go, and Chambers quickly dropped to the turf. Devon Kinlaw with the opening sack of the game. The big fella on as the pocket completely collapses, and Javon Kinlaw greets him for a loss. Second and 13. That ball is deflected, and Shermer just knocks it back down to the ground. Third down. Hey, Javon Kinlaw again. You can lose 40 pounds, but those arms don't get any shorter. What he hasn't done is, is put it together consistently. He wasn't a down-in, down-out dominant force like Derrick Brown, the the Auburn guy, was last year. So there's a thought that he's just now kind of figuring out the game. And, you know, I'm I'm sure the 49ers haven't articulated this yet, but I'm sure that their thought was, gee, if we pair that type of talent with our defensive line coach, Chris Kusurik, who was just, you know, one of the reasons why that defensive line took off last year, mm-hmm. uh, That that's going to be a very, very attractive equation for us. So that, plus the fact that he's going to be, you know, on, on passing downs, he's going to be lining up, he's going to have Nick Bosa to his left and Eric Armstead to his right. So the, the two <laughs> sack leaders from last year are going to be to either side of him. So uh, offenses are going to have to pick their poison as far as who they're going to double team. So that's going to help Javon Kinlaw out as well. The other thing is that, you know, the, the defensive tackle position that, that he's going to play for the 49ers, he's not going to have to deal with two gaps as much. You know, it's a one-gap position. He can just attack, 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 uh, and use those athletic gifts that he has. So uh, I, I think all of those things combined convince the 49ers that he should be their guy at pick number 14. Okay, so they trade down to get Kinlaw, and then, as you mentioned, trade up from 31 all the way to 25 to get a Pac-12 guy, Brandon Ayuk out of Arizona State. Now, I know your draft crush was wideout Denzel Mims from Baylor, Matt. Sorry that they didn't get him. Why were the Niners crushing so hard on Brandon Ayuk? (laughs) He was definitely their draft crush. Mm -hmm. Um, (laughs) According to the 49ers, he became a hot name late in the draft that there were a lot of teams sort of eyeing him in that range and one of the teams that they were especially worried about was the Miami Dolphins who were picking at number 26. They felt like they needed to get ahead of Miami in order to get their draft crush and they paid a pretty big price for it. They gave up three picks. That fourth that they got from the Buccaneers 
a fifth rounder and also obviously the the number 31 pick so three picks to move up six spots Ayuk to the bottom and that's where Daniels is going that's where Ayuk's going and he's in for another Arizona State touchdown after the sack screen set up to Brandon Ayuk has a wall of blockers Ayuk cuts it back Brandon Ayuk racing down the field 30 20 Ayuk to the 10 he's in touchdown Arizona State 77 yards Daniels to Ayuk he's sort of a combo I guess you could say between Emmanuel Sanders, the guy that they lost, and mm-hmm. Debo Samuel, the guy, the the rookie who was so good for them last year. He's very good with the ball in his hands. He runs through tackles. It's this idea that we're going to build an offense that not only with guys that can catch the ball, but guys that love to run over defensive backs. So mm-hmm. now you've got Debo Samuel, you've got George Kittle, you've got Jalen Hurd if he's healthy, and you've got Brandon Ayuk, who all are excellent run after the catch yak guys so i'm sure that's what appealed to kyle shanahan the most he has on tape that he can run every single route and he can do it outside the numbers and he can do it inside the numbers and uh, he has a certain skill set where i think it's similar to dante's in terms of you want to just peg him at one position you know he can do all three he can play the x he can play the z he can play the f Uh, he's got the speed to get on top he's got the quickness to play in the slot he's got the toughness to go over the middle the guy is just completely committed to me um, into being as good as God ever intended him to be. A couple of bonuses are that he is a, a nice route runner. He, he's a fast guy. And he also returns punts and kicks. So if the 49ers feel like they need a, a little bit more pop in the in the return game, and the s- stats suggest that they do, Ayuk is a good uh, uh, solution for that as well. Okay, so if you had to give the 49ers a first-round draft grade... Matt, what would that grade from you be? Oh, I, I'll go with a, a, a B plus. I mean, <laughs> a they, B plus. They, they didn't make it into the A range, huh? No, they didn't. Only because they did give up a lot. I mean, they're not picking today, and they'll say that oh, we don't have very many open roster spots. But there are positions that they could stand to upgrade. They want a good number two tight end. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I don't think they're going to find that. Their next pick is in the fifth round, so. I'm not sure you can count on finding another George Kittle there, although the fifth round has been their money round. I, I have to give them that. But, you know, they, they filled two big holes. Now, those guys can't be expected to be as good as DeForest Buckner and Emmanuel Sanders were. So at the end of the day, are the 49ers better? Are they worse? Are they the same? I think the 49ers were, were shooting for treading water as far as talent level. I think that probably will be the case in the long run. But in 2020... I'm skeptical that that's possible. That's just being realistic. Right. Uh, like I said earlier, I think other guys around uh, the, the two newcomers are going to have to step up in order for this team to be better than they were last year. Well, Matt, as always, great catching up. Thanks for the time and all the info today. All right. Thanks a lot, Kate. For more of Matt and all of our top-notch 49ers draft coverage, just click the link we've got for you in the description notes of today's podcast. Coming up in the next week here on The Update, we'll look back at the entire NFL draft by spending a full day on both the Niners and the Raiders as David Lombardi and Vic Tafer both swing by The Update. Don't forget, you can now listen to us through any of your Google devices. Just tell your assistant, play The Update with Kate Scott Podcast. 
And if you aren't a subscriber yet, really encourage you to check out the written arm of The Athletic. That's where Matt, David, Vic are all doing their thing. We've currently got a free 90-day trial subscription offer. Seriously, you get three months free to try it out before you got to buy it. That's ridiculous. I've been a subscriber since well before I started working for The Athletic because it's the best journalism around. So if you've been thinking about it, visit theathletic.com slash the update. That's theathletic.com slash the update to sign up for the free 90 days, three months free, and enjoy the incredible sports journalism that we've got to offer. For all of us here at The Update, thanks to Matt for stopping by. Thanks to all of you for listening. Enjoy the weekend and the rest of the draft, everybody. I'm Kate Scott. We'll talk to you again on Monday.